Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I was just so in this like cycle of kind of like drinking. I wasn't really aware of myself. So I think being able to have like true awareness of like what does make me happy, like where I want to go, like how I feel has been like the biggest revelation because it means I can make really good choices now. Welcome to the Manzilla podcast. Cece and Jack with us today. Hello, guys. Hola. Hi. We're in my apartment, which is a mess as usual. It's not. Maybe that bit. Just turn around. Oh, no. We've got Emily Cyphers with us today. Yay. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you guys? Very, very good indeed. Very, very good indeed. And you are here to talk to us about your agency and company that you run and also about the notion of drinking to have a good time because your company is called Sober and Social. And it's all about being sober and essentially sociable, right? Yeah, exactly. It does what it says on the tip. Sobriety. Brilliant. Very interested. At this time of year as well, probably the hardest time to be sober, isn't it? Christmas time, New Year. Well, I guess some people do sober January, don't they? But this time of year is very like... Christmas parties everywhere, everyone's going out, everyone's on it. We were on it this week, weren't we? Mm-hmm. It's miserable, it's cold, everyone just wants to be in a pub. Like, it's yeah. definitely yeah. the wine. go-to thing to yeah. do at this time of year, is just yeah. to go and get, have a drink in a pub. Sozzled. Yes. Yeah. Sozzled. 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 <laughs> festively, festively merry. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. All the other connotations in there. But, um, so how did you start Serving Social? Where did it all come from? So I started Serving Social because I actually work for a concierge company. And within this concierge company, my job title is Head of Nightlife. So you can imagine doing a Head of Nightlife role is very booze infested. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to go on lots of fun nights out, go to lots of bars and lots of nightclubs. Um, and through doing this, I was drinking quite a lot. Um, and it started to not really make me feel that good and have like quite a negative impact on my life. So I was like, okay, I still want to do all these like really fun things and like go meet all these cool people and go to all these really nice bars and nightclubs. But actually, I just don't want to do it um, with alcohol anymore. So I decided there must be other people that also want to be able to socialise sober without alcohol, but still do it in a really fun way. So Sober and Social was then born. So Sober and Social has been going for about 13 months now. 13 months, okay, cool. And how long have you been sober for? One year and eight months. One year and eight oh, months. Amazing. Wow, yeah. And like, is it? Can I ask what was the sort of defining point where you were just like, right, this is not me anymore. I'm stopping drinking, and that's and that's it. What was there? Was it a specific night that happened that just just sent you? you know, I mean, there was a night that didn't end basically. So it wasn't oh, just one night. Yeah. It was a few nights. Wow. Um, and it was it was lots of fun. But as per usual, it was the aftermath of the hangover. That would always make me feel so horrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because this was happening like on a regular basis, it wasn't like, you know, oh, we're just having a few drinks on a Friday night. You know, it could be two or three times a week, especially when you're going out, going to new club openings or meeting suppliers or meeting clients. So, you know, if you're drinking heavily like three times a week, actually, you're not really feeling normal six days a week because you're either, you know, 
getting drunk or you're hungover and it just got to the point where I was like I don't feel that great in myself anymore and it's not something that's sustainable in my life if I want to continue doing this job and going to all these great places and living my life so it just needed to stop basically. That was me dropping my phone by the way which is cracked <laughs> this week. Our first time in my life I've cracked my phone. Well, I'd be off subject there. Yeah. <laughs> off piece. But, yeah, off piece. Just in case you hear a bang in the recording, <laughs> that's because of my knee dropping. <laughs> reaction is from other people who um, come to your events and are part of your vision mm. um, what do they say about kind of going sober yeah so actually it's really interesting because it's not just for people that are sober I mm. try to incorporate it to be open for everyone because a lot of us whether we're drinking or not drinking at some point we do just want to have a night out or be able to connect with people or even just from the point of view want to do something different or we're you know looking at our lives from a bit more of a healthier and like wellness perspective so not necessarily everyone that comes to the event is sober um which is really great because i actually really like the fact that people still come to them like you know i do bar calls or i've done yoga events or we've done like a day rave and people that drink still come to them and it's really great because it allows them to have an experience that maybe they wouldn't have done because they are still drinking. So it just lets people explore that side of things, even if necessary, they're not going to be teetotal the whole time. And if you are teetotal, it obviously then gives you a space to be able to meet new friends and build that community, which for me has been really important. It's such a social thing. You know, you yeah. go out and you always, you know, most of the time go for a drink. And so you f I feel that if you're not drinking, then you do feel sort of alienated in a way yeah. to to everyone so when you first went sober how did you find the situations where normally you would have a drink was it hard was it was it easy how, how did you get how did you get through the first I suppose initial few weeks and months that must have been the yeah I mean I had quite an abnormal situation where I actually had a Hindu in Ibiza like three weeks after I decided to go sober <laughs> most people probably would have been like I'm gonna go sober after the Ibiza Hindu but of course no I, I decided not to do that the, the, the um, panic on Cece's face right now it's I'm like, like oh my god that's really that? yeah How? brave you're very brave <laughs> yeah it was a bit like oh god you're looking like, at her like wonderful <laughs> I have so much respect I know I think I just like literally went into my head then like oh my god <laughs> yeah it was How? really <laughs> full on and like to make matters worse I'd actually got this was kind of in June of, of when I decided to go sober um, but I got really drunk kind of like a few weeks previously and Ibiza is my favorite place just for anyone that doesn't know that um, and that I was booked an extra week when I was really off my face because I knew that I'd want to stay in Ibiza and party after the Hindu so mm -hmm. not only was I versed with the fact oh I've got a Hindu I was like oh now I've actually got a whole week there as well um, and so I think because of that situation I was kind of like thrust into like the most difficult like situation that I would ever want to be put in at the beginning of my sobriety so it was kind of like a do or die situation and I think because I had that and managed to get through it then other situations since then mm -hmm. didn't become um as much of an issue as perhaps they would have done yeah um and because I had the vision for sober and social um before this trip I think what kept me sober throughout it was the fact that I was going to come back and I was going to set up this sober community. So I couldn't really come back and set up this sober community <laughs> if, oh, by the way, guys, I decided yeah. to get off my face and I be there. Yeah. But, you know, we can all be sober and we can all have fun. Like, it just wasn't in alignment with the message that I wanted to promote and what I was going to, you know, essentially help people to do. <laughs> Thank you.
What's the biggest difference you've seen in yourself since you've stopped drinking? Um, I say like I'm more confident, I'm more focused, I'm more motivated, I sleep better, I think a lot more about things before I do them. I think when I was drinking I almost wouldn't really consider like the impact of my life and like was this like a good thing for me and how in the future will whatever it is will affect me and am mm-hmm. I going along the right path, am I happy? I was just so in this like cycle of kind of like drinking, I wasn't really aware of myself. So I think being able to have like true awareness of like what does make me happy, like where I want to go, like how I feel has been like the biggest revelation because it means I can make really good choices now based on where I want to be instead of just mm-hmm. like not being present with anything that I was doing. Just kind of like, I call it surviving, not thriving. Most people would feel with alcohol, they have that additional mm. confidence and you feel more confident without it. Teach me. Teach me, tell me. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's a really good point that because a lot of you know, yeah. like, guys, especially on nights out these days, were feel and like they need a drink. And girls, yeah, and girls. Yeah. Feel like they need a drink to get in them to basically have that. You know, that coach courage. But isn't the sad thing, like, the, the sad reality is that if you actually said to somebody, right, are you a confident person? Most people would say, yes, I'm a confident person. Cool. So why do you think you're more confident with with a drink? Do you think the drink makes you more confident? Well, no, not necessarily. But it's like, I, I, feel, I feel like I just need to have that as part of mm-hmm. the the process of becoming a more fun person. Yeah. When actually, if you, if you strip it back and took the alcohol away from, let's just say a, a staff party, a work party that everyone's going mm. to for Christmas at the moment. If you just took away the alcohol, I'm sure everyone will still have a really good time. I think it's because everybody's almost on this like they're chasing the fun, yeah. and I, I don't know what I don't know what well. I can't really explain it, but it, it's like you know you, you people sort of do it for the sake of doing it, yeah. and some people can handle it better than others, as as I'm sure you know we've all been in a situation like that. But it's I find it fascinating that actually if you did drill someone down and go, okay, cool, so if you did that without the alcohol, would you still have a good time? Yes. But it's habit, right? Because when you think Christmas mm. party, you're like, yeah, we're get smashed. That's my first thought. Exactly. Because that's what I'm used to. Yeah, if someone exactly. said, yeah, Christmas party, let's get sober, I'd be like, sorry, what? <laughs> Are you all right? Do you even know me? Clearly not. I need to find another workplace. Because, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's how you think. You're just like, yeah. smash, how many drinks tokens can I get? Yeah. And that's like, <laughs> so, maybe that's just me. Who can I steal the drinks tokens from? What's that, Zoe? Who can I steal the drinks tokens exactly. from? Exactly. Who hasn't used theirs? Exactly. Yeah. So what have you found the hardest thing about about stopping drinking and completely? Have you found it like difficult in any any respect? You were saying how you've become more confident, you're better at sleeping, all the rest of it. Is there any mm. parts of it that you feel like I've had to work on that? Um, yeah, lots of different things because actually when you remove alcohol, like you realise like how much of your whole life that you have used that. I mean I've I, I drank since I was like thirteen. Um and so that's what I taught myself to use in, in every situation. So if I was feeling sad or I was feeling stressed or I was feeling happy or how when I was like going on a date or when I was going to a social situation, like that was my that was my go-to of what I would do to feel like to be able to handle those situations or mm-hmm. those difficult emotions that we feel. And I think a lot of us are ingrained that that's what we should we should do in society when we can't handle things or when we're celebrating or whatever it is so then to remove that you've still got all of these emotions in your life because obviously it's life and that just doesn't go away or like becomes amazing because now you're sober but what you have to do is you have to feel all of these things 
and put positive mechanisms in place to be able to deal with life and realizing your feelings that essentially you've been numbing out for 16 years is like quite a big thing to deal with so it's just like re-navigating your life and being like okay who am I like as a person and how do I deal with these things without essentially a crutch have any of you guys ever done sober have you ever been sober for a, for a stint I did it this year I did um was it June I, or May June I did a month and it wasn't long enough for sure because I was like expecting massive results I was like I'm gonna look good it's more about looking good I just want to know yeah. what my skin looked like I wanted to know how I would sort of sleep better um I don't think I gave it long enough however I do think it's down to your relationship with yourself and what you're going through in life because mm. I have moments yeah. where I excessively drink when I'm feeling a certain way. Yeah. If I'm good, if I'm good in a good place and I'm drinking, it doesn't affect me like that. I can wake up with a hangover and literally put it in the box that it needs to be in. I'm hungover, I feel tired and that's it. When I'm going through something, it's I'm hungover, I feel like shit, oh my God, panic, I've got to deal with everything. Let's put so many other things in, in front, hurdles, hurdles, hurdles because it's what I'm going through. So I think for people that are have addictive personalities or um, suffer from mental health, soberism, whatever you want to call it, is great or something is it's something to work towards. Emily and I reconnected after I think what like eleven years. So yeah. we actually met on a on a dating show. A dating uh, show? Yes, yeah, on TV. We're going to take me out. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yes, we were. And, and what uh, do we have together? In we we actually have matching tattoos. We have matching tattoos. We have matching tattoos. <laughs> yeah, drunk. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This is the hilarious thing about it. I mean, it's annoying for me because mine's actually on my foot and it's like points directly to my bunion, which isn't actually a good look. And as I get older... Yeah, yeah, there they are. Matching tattoos. In oh all, my god! In true style. So it's that was, a uh, double ended arrow for anyone that's yeah, listening. exactly. Nice and uh, relevant. But yeah, it was um, <laughs> it was it was a very, very very drunk night out in Brighton, and uh, we thought it'd be a good idea at the time, and uh, it, it wasn't. Was quite, it wasn't a good idea. No, uh, great story quite, though. Great, great story. Great anyway, story. Glad we, you did we that. We haven't seen each other for probably about five years, right? Other than another random bumping into each other where we um, were drunk in Hackney. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but randomly i had decided after my birthday this year that i was going to just stop drinking because i kind of was a bit over it i've been through some stuff i was like you know what i just need to stop drinking for a while so uh ended up going down to margate to get away from it all with my friends and um we're in a gay bar called sundowners um, which was fabulous which Chanel was number five best word, drag act. literally really? um and who walks in Emily, I'm like, oh my what god, the wow, hell universe. of all the plays, literally, it was universe. the universal moment, big yeah. time. And then, Genius. obviously, I haven't seen her for so long. I didn't know she she'd started the company and like gone sober wow. and everything. So then I was like, this is so weird. But I've actually just decided to stop drinking for a while. Like, I'm gonna, I'm giving this a go, and I'm gonna see mm-hmm. how. And she, it was just so serendipitous oh that it yeah. actually happened like that. Yeah. Um. And so then, yeah, we've met up a few times since, and you actually helped me a lot through the sort of two and a half months that I was sober recently. Um, I'll be here again when you decide to do it. Again. Absolutely, uh, <laughs> I've got you for dry January. Absolutely, don't worry. no, it's, it, it, is, it is amazing <laughs> how you when you have someone that can support you through something like that. That's like been there, done it. That has the, the sort of the credentials, if you like. It really, mm-hmm. really helped because I found when I went sober, the hardest thing was going out 
which I like doing and not drinking and everybody else being around you going like, oh, you sure don't want to drink? What, like, why, mm-hmm. why do you, why do you yeah. not want to drink? And you become like this problem child that everyone's yeah. out yeah. with and it's mm-hmm. like... Yeah. And they can't understand why. They can't understand That's why. And, and you yeah. end up basically either going and get your own drinks of like something that looks like a gin and tonic mm-hmm. or you just have to be like, no, but then you feel like a bit of an idiot because everyone makes you feel like you need a drink yeah. and I found that the hardest hardest thing and I ended up actually not going to some things because I just didn't want to deal with the aggro really? of it all yeah. and it's but it's, it's interesting because the whole like I was saying before the addictive personality drinking usually comes with a lot of other connotations you know and mm. I think if you're I'm, I'm one of those people who's like all or nothing you know if I'm doing something I'll just do it like wholeheartedly or I won't so yeah. you know when I did decide to have a drink again you I was in. in. Well, yeah, I did. The I went came in. Off. It, you did try though. I did try. Wedding, Absolutely, you? I did. I did most of the day actually <laughs> yeah. sober, and then I just got to the point where my friends couldn't uh, couldn't understand me, or I can understand them. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have a drink because I want to be on there. I love yeah. you, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, but it, in, in terms of like the other stuff that comes with it, like a lot of people that drink also then do stupid things like order stupid amounts of food when they get home or go for like you know or order way too many shots on the drink or, or, or get stupid amounts of drugs in or like go to bars and like pay for everybody's drinks and then wake up the next morning and they haven't just got like the fear of being hungover they've got the fear of like how money to spend yeah. and yeah exactly all that sort of stuff I mean, or get in a fight sleep. or injure themselves absolutely or whatever it happens it all be. the time like, that's the extreme though isn't that I mean that is like that's just someone that doesn't know their drinking level like I'm quite aware it's taken me a long time but I'm, when I'm having a, like, a night where I don't give a shit, I, I shouldn't say this, but I don't give a shit. And if I am in a ditch throwing up, like my mate's like, you know, that's the kind of night she wanted. Yeah. There is no um, fear. There's no like, oh God, there's none of it the next day because I this is the kind of night I'm going to have. It doesn't happen yeah. often. Yeah. Slash does. But. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly how I think as well. But do you know what I mean? I'm like, do you know Seriously. what? That's the kind of night I'm going to have because I can. If I'm going through something, if I'm having an, a moment in my life, I know not to have those kind of nights because it, that will go completely sour. And I know, I know the the feeling I'll have the next day, the next few days. And like mm. you were saying, you know, you drink one, two, three times a week. You are spending the next six days making up for those those times. Yeah. yeah. So I think if you don't, you it's about knowing what your drinking level is, right? Because yeah. you can still like. Some people don't know that. That's the problem. No, and, and, like, and people do it to keep up with other people. And, you know, oh, the yeah. whole, like, lads, lads, lads culture. I mean, yeah. maybe it's I've, I've got some friends yeah. who I know for a fact will go out and drink. And if they're together, it goes to excess. But actually on their own, they're, they're not that bigger drinkers. And it's mm-hmm. almost like they're doing it for the sake of other people. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. that that's where mm-hmm. then it comes into, like, a confidence thing and, like, knowing yourself and all the rest of it. Well, there you go. Then they've got to deal with their confidence and knowing yeah. yourself issues. But like... then is it a bigger problem than, than just being sober that is i mean sober is, being sober would help them i'm sure but it's it's they've probably got deeper issues that they need to sort out and probably 100%. drinking is a way of, yeah, it's like, of, why, of covering why why are you drinking and yeah. mm. what makes you decide to like you know and some people you know at the end of the day alcohol is an addictive substance mm. and there are some people that do have a healthy relationship with alcohol that can go on a night out and just have one or two or they're at a wedding and they'll have two glasses of champagne but actually the majority of us whether we are drinking once a month even and we don't drink for all of the month but when we do drink it's actually a negative impact on our lives i.e we are throwing up we feel horrific the next day we've spent loads of money we might have got with somewhere that we didn't want to get with which all of these things actually we would all associate as kind of like normal things with alcohol like no one would batter an eyelid if you told them that but actually why do we think that they're normal say like you ate 
a burger and every time you ate a burger it made you feel so ill it made you throw up it gave you a headache it like yeah. made you like bankrupt from your bank account or made you make an unsavory decision like you just wouldn't eat the burger again you'd so be like true. i know that that makes me feel really ill yeah. and every time i do it so i'm just not going to eat it again yeah. but because alcohol is not sold like that to us it's so ingrained in our society and to be ingrained in who we are actually we like accept that from alcohol and continue to do it which actually when you're taking a step back from that is actually quite crazy when we think about it mm-hmm. we're in a world though where it is getting less and less prominent drinking like there's yeah. so for many sure, sure. different God, yeah, alcohols yeah. out there that are now obviously you know spirit alcohol free beers i mean mm. have come huge in the market there's obviously um you know uh, distilled yeah. non-alcoholic spirits that are coming in i mean um it's got seed lip seed lip is the cedars. big one we yeah. went to uh, ben branson's talk didn't we the other oh, yeah, week yeah and it was so fascinating like hearing his story on how it's all made and and like basically how seed lip came to, to be and they've just sold to Diageo for like absolute millions yeah, yeah who are the one biggest, of the biggest drinks brands in the world yeah exactly yeah. so it's their first investment of a non-alcoholic drink for like a drinks portfolio Jeez. brand but it's you know I, I look at drinking as one of those things that's if you actually nail down what it is about drinking that you either enjoy or don't enjoy I think there's a lot more people that would say that they enjoy it because of the scenario that it, it brings up yeah. rather mm-hmm. than the actual mm-hmm. drink that's itself that's a really good point mm-hmm. that is, yeah yeah it's, yeah. the, it's the environment, yeah, and like the social circumstances. And the, the thought of what it will bring. It's it's almost like, it's weird. It's They always say that people become addicted to drugs because they want to keep chasing that high that they once had. The thing is with alcohol is that alcohol actually does give you the same buzz pretty much every single time. It's like a consistent thing. So I think you, in the back of your head, you're like, okay, if I have three drinks and I'm out with these people, it's probably gonna ha- this is probably going to happen and I, I enjoyed it last time, so I'm going to enjoy it again. Mm-hmm. But actually, it, it, I mean, sometimes it does happen like that, but other, other times it actually, you end up getting disappointed. You know, like you go out for a night. I mean, we've all probably had it in the past. We've gone for a few a few drinks or like five, six drinks down the pub and it's just like turned into nothing. You're like, great, well, what did I drink all those, all those pints yeah. for? Like, yeah. I hate, yeah. hate those nights. Yeah. And yeah. you're kind of trying to force a party almost and yeah. it just never happens. Oh, I can't yeah. stand those nights. Cannot stand them. I know. Yeah. The worst. So like these is, this is like one of the one things I always say about like not drinking versus drinking mm-hmm. is that actually just because like you're drinking every night, it doesn't make the night amazing and really good. And the same for being sober. Just because I'm sober every night doesn't make every night good because I'm sober. But actually like what is it around that? And when you kind of take away alcohol like I could go to our local pub after work on say like a Monday after a stressful mm. day and I could sit there and talk to anyone with a bottle of wine and 20 mobile lights and Jim at the bar who'd been going to the bar for 10 years had like yeah. conversation with him actually now I'm sober I don't want to go to a pub after work and talk to Jim who's been sat there for 10 years. I just want to go home and eat some really nice food and go to bed. Poor old Jim. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel sorry for Jim, Mel. Big shout out to Jim. I want to go have a drink with Jim. Sorry, Jim. (laughs) Uh, But the point is, is that like, you know, my connections and like where I want to go, like they're so much more deeper and like thought about now that I'm sober. Whereas like with alcohol, you maybe would go like, you know, talk to people or whatever, because because you were drinking, it wasn't actually the people. Whereas, like, if you take that away, you actually have to be. You know, it's like, do you actually get on with someone? Do we have things in common? Do I like you? Like all of these things that actually you don't ask yourself sometimes about your friendships or your relationships because mm. yeah. you're so used to, oh, we're having fun because we're getting drunk together. We'll take that away. What actually do you have together? How 
would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. What's your, what's your opinion on people that, that drink in work environments? So, you know, there's a lot of businesses and a lot of companies, a lot of like industries out there that drinking is kind of a, you do it because it's it's part of the job almost you know what i mean mm. like taking clients out exactly like yeah. yeah and and how how would if someone was listening and thinking you know what actually i don't enjoy drinking that much i want to go sober but actually i work at a job where three nights a week i'm taking clients out for dinners because i've got to schmooze them or whatever and drinks yeah. always involved how how would you help someone get through something like that i mean i always think because of like my job and my environment like if i genuinely can go sober and still like do my job and still be good at it then anyone actually can can do that and I think the thing is with in business and being sober like we've all been like given this I don't know sold that we need the only way that we can do big business deals or have successful lunches yeah. is by ordering you know some champagne and we're all celebrating um but I also think like if you don't want to do those things like just being really like strong and like proud of the decision that you have made and I think the more that you are reflecting that, the more that people respect it in whatever situation that you're in. Yeah. It's almost like if you feel nervous about something, someone else can sense that you're nervous, so they then become nervous. And it's kind of the same when you're sober. If you're like, I'm not doing this anymore, but obviously feel free that you can, because of course you're not going to stop the world from drinking. And once you've made that decision, you have to be open that not everyone is going to have made that decision as well. So everyone mm. has to coexist together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think just to be really confident in that decision. And also if they still want to drink, obviously not to be judgmental about that. Um, and to kind of just not make it a big deal either. I think the more that you make a big deal out of it, other people will cotton on. But actually, it's normally kind of just the first round when you're out somewhere where yeah. people are like, what are we drinking? And they order yeah. a bottle of wine. But once that bottle of wine's ordered, actually, no one's really paying attention to what you're drinking. Mm-hmm. Everyone's having conversation and too, like, engrossed in the moment to actually worry if someone's having, you know, a ginger ale or whatever you choose to drink, you know? Yeah. So I think it's just that initial stage of getting over it and yeah. if someone was listening and thinking yeah all right, I want to I want to go I want to start going sober I'm like you know I'm over Christmas parties and I'm feeling like shit and I want to actually give this a go what would you give them as a piece of advice to sort of like 
start because it's quite hard to go from being someone who drinks to then not drinking overnight yeah um i think definitely start by like doing a bit of journaling on it and like figuring out why exactly do you want to keep up drinking and write down kind of like the negatives that it's having in your life i think by writing Mm. things down and being able to see actually which a lot of us don't do with kind of anything but when you start writing down you can like tangibly see like why this thing that you Mm -hmm. want to not do is actually really negative for you i think you can kind of start to understand and like you know make yourself more aware as to why you don't want to do it i think podcasts like reading anything that you can kind of like google like i read so many books in the beginning of my sobriety that kind of really helped and definitely finding like a sober community and like a sober friend i had this one friend that i met in the beginning and i literally called her every day because i was like i just don't really know like how i'm feeling or like i had you know uh, whatever it was at the weekend and she just really helped me so i think like finding someone that is a sober friend and a sober community um, whether that is going to meetings, whether that is joining the Instagram community or whether that's just looking online and seeing what sober events are going on in your area, there are people out there that are sober and that you will connect with and that will be able to help you. Yeah. And I think by doing that, that allows you to kind of have that platform to talk about it because you know, your friends probably won't understand and your family probably won't understand either because they can't comprehend. Like. Like, even at my birthday this year, I think, like, I um, I still got bought, like, bottles of champagne. And they're like, oh, you can, you can have this for New Year when you're celebrating. I was like, no, 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 like, I'm not going to drink ever again. Like, that, <laughs> that was, like, an in, like, you know, and it was my 30th. And they were like, well, you know, obviously you're going to have a few glasses this weekend. And it's like, no, no, I'm not. I'm just literally just not going to be drinking. Yeah. And so I think, like, there will be moments where it's just like, people just won't get it. And that's absolutely fine. But having that community that do is so imperative. So you can then go and still see your friends and still see your family without it being too much of an issue because you've had that space away to kind of tell about your struggles or to talk to people that do get you, even if other people might not. Yeah. Do you ever, have you ever been made to feel maybe like on dates and whatnot? Um, and I'm not saying this is you at all. I, don't, I talk about myself because otherwise I feel like I'm saying. So when I have my moments of not drinking yeah. or I haven't had a wild night, I feel boring. I feel like a granny and I've been called, oh, granny Lucy, oh, you know, because I haven't gone and gone crazy with everybody else and it makes me feel boring. Have you ever been made to feel like that on a date, like, or with a new person that you haven't met before, that they're a bit like, oh, gosh, she doesn't drink? No, I think um, people literally think that I have had a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Which which is quite worrying. They're like, how many many have you had? I'm like, no, 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 none. So, um, so no, but as a side, set aside from that. um, The answer is, not really. Like, I, and because I've got so much more time, I feel... I can do everything. I can go to all the parties. I can get up and go to yoga. I can go running. I can go meet someone for brunch. I can go meet someone for dinner. And I can go out. And I can wake up and do it all over again. Like, Mm -hmm. actually, my life is so much more fulfilled than it was when I was drinking. Because I'd get to Friday night and I'd have all these great plans for Saturday. Which, FYI, I'd have to cancel at, like, 6am in the morning when I got back. Because I was like, there's no way on God's earth that I'm, like, (laughs) going to meet this person. Oh, that's the worst. Or whatever it is. You know, I'd let a lot of people down actually whereas like now I think people see me as like more social in a sense mm-hmm. because I am turning point. up to yeah. all of these things that I say that more I'm going reliable. to and when I get there 
I haven't had like an hour's sleep and I just want to go like sit in the corner and have a nap. Yeah. I'm actually like, hi, how are you? And I'm interested in people and I want to know how people are. Instead of just being like, oh God, when can I go home and go back to sleep? Because I feel mm-hmm. so horrific. Yes. So I think actually once you get into it, you'll find that it is probably the opposite of what we all think that it might be. It is mad, isn't it? We, we do it like all the time as a society, but yet we also fully know what 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 it does to us the next day like mm-hmm. we actually pay money yeah. to feel shit, shit. Sometimes, so, run you over. sometimes quite a lot of money as well it's like what the <laughs> yeah. fuck and, and, and like, do it oh. like completely on our own yeah. will like, there's no one yeah. saying there's no one forcing you to do it you yeah. just genuinely put money into somebody else's pocket to yeah. then get drunk and to then feel shit the next day and yeah. then probably spend more money trying to make yourself feel better exactly the hangover why do we drink guys oh <laughs> I don't know. But, but I think that becomes the next day. You also, for me anyway, it's like banter. Like, how shit do you feel? Yeah, true. Really shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've just thrown up in a bin. Snap. Like, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? It's almost like who can top who of how shit you yeah. feel. So, yeah. like, there is comedy in feeling like shit, if that yeah. makes any sense at all. And I also yeah. really enjoy those stories now because actually I get to have the the laugh about it with people mm-hmm. without actually going through it because yeah. those stories are you know some drunk stories are hilarious yeah, and yeah. I've definitely got a great catalogue which we could you know we won't start on here we'd be here for a long time <laughs> but um, yeah but you know you can say and some of the stories I'm like I'm so glad that I did drink because you know you can come out with some great crackers especially yeah. as Cece and I were discussing earlier when it gets a bit boring on a date yeah. and they don't have much conversation just bring out an old drinking story it works an yes. absolute treat yes. Yes. so <laughs> that's oh, good man. you can't be judged on that now as well no exactly like, this is what I used this to is, do this was hey. me yeah, yeah. old you here we are. Yeah. Emily, where can people find you on social media? I hate to ask this now because we've got to finish the show. So no, no worries. Um, um, and also everywhere else as well. And so, Sober and Social, where can you yes. find that? So the website is www.soberandsocial.com and Instagram is at sober underscore and underscore social. There Please we go. follow. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Does somebody have sober and social without the underscores? So so annoying. This guy called Kevin Dong. Kevin, if you're no listening, I really Kevin want Dong. my Instagram handle. <laughs> he doesn't even use it, and he's not trying to like you know make the world a better place. So Kevin, if you're out there, I really yeah. need. What do you mean? Doesn't Kevin even Dong. use it? Is he just bought without? Just bought yeah, it. It. he uh, wants you to buy it off him probably. What Dong? I've I've tried <laughs> I've yeah. tried to DM him. I've, I've slid into his DMs and everything. But <laughs> <laughs> I literally <laughs> I no Love it. <laughs> slid into his DMs. Um, Kevin, Kevin, sort yourself out, mate. <laughs> hey, either, either give the girl her Instagram yeah. handle. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. You're just, just yeah, just sell up, mate. <laughs> no, brilliant. Thank you very much for your time, Emily, and thanks, Jack and Cece, as always. You can find you. us on Manzilla Online at Manzilla Online. No one's got that one. I got that. I got that early. You did. You, you got, got in quick. Got, got in, yeah, got in quick. Yeah. I tell you what, I did try to get at Gavin though on Instagram. Um, and someone someone from Instagram has it some chief engineer of Instagram so I'm not getting that back well oh, get it in the first place at Gavin at, just at Gavin at Gavin yeah. hey, that's, that's bold it is bold <laughs> I mean it's been going what for about yeah. 12 years now yeah, Instagram I that's like I mean him. that was probably in the first week <laughs> love it I have yeah. DM'd him mate uh, I know your name's also Gavin but uh, <laughs> yeah. do, do you mind like giving me your Instagram and I also know you're probably one of the founders of this platform as well <laughs> yeah. so it's like... <laughs> I think the founder of Instagram is actually at Kevin. Yeah, it is, yeah. It is, yeah. Kevin's It's not Kevin Dong, is it? Kevin Dong. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Oh, brilliant. You can find us as well, all our platforms as well, on the description on the uh, show notes. Uh, But thank you very much for listening. This has been the Manzilla Podcast. Have a great day.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.